Welcome to the Daily Success Media Network, featuring interviews with today's leading success mentors, motivators, leaders, innovators, and trendsetters who make a daily difference. Today's show is Spiritual Destinations. Now here is your host. Hello, everybody. This is Catherine M. Lab, and I welcome you to today's episode of Spiritual Destinations. I am an author, a speaker, psychic medium, spiritual garden consultant, and I am also a wife, mother, and grandmother. Today, I will be interviewing Terry Dika Voltroff. Terry is a transformational catalyst. She helps entrepreneurs break free from the limitations of their mind so that they can fearlessly pursue their goals and desires with an unwavering inner confidence. She has found a way to do that within one or two sessions. I'm really excited to introduce you to Terry. Hi, Terry. It's nice to meet you. I look forward to learning a lot more about you. How are you doing today? Thanks, Catherine. I'm really good, and I'm excited to be here and chat with you. Wonderful. So let's begin by taking a deep breath and holding it. Five, four, three, two, one, and let it go. We ask our spirit guides, loved ones, and angels to be present during our time together and to guide us through a wonderful conversation. So, Terry, give me a little bit of background. Where do you live and how long have you lived there? I live in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. and I've been here for about um, 37 years, actually. Um, Okay. Were you born there? I wasn't, no. I, I'm from Thunder Bay, Ontario. So I've actually been here longer than I am in my hometown. Okay. That's exciting. Maybe I'll get there to visit you one day. I would be open arms for you. <laughs> so what is it that you do? And please tell us a little bit about how you help entrepreneurs break free from their limitations. Okay, well, um, I call myself a transformational catalyst because I'm really not a coach. Um, Although I can do coaching, I use a process, a proven process to help people break through from the limitations of their mind. And um, I started uh, really this journey of um, helping myself, I guess, uh, about 20 years ago and when I took my first workshop. And ironically, that workshop was a a lot around, you know, the mother and the father and relationships. Uh, It just didn't kind of go deep enough like workshops do, although I stayed with the work for a long time. I even taught the work and I I loved it. There was a lot to gain around relationship skills. And eventually I um, I did meditation and uh, a whole bunch of other workshops. So I've always sort of been on this quest. I, I think there was an inner part of me that felt uh, there was something missing. So I was always on this quest to try and find out, like, what was that missing piece? And um, then about eight years ago, something like that, I got really sick. 
And that was while I was teaching meditation. So knowing and being around, you know, the work of uh, personal development for so long, I thought, oh, my goodness, how did I create this? <laughs> and it was really, really hard to even, you know, say that out loud. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was so sick I couldn't walk, and the doctors wrote me off and said I would be in a wheelchair. Um, so it was a really, really tough time. Um, but I just uh, continued on that inner journey and searched for more, um, you know, ways like to find out how I did create this. And, and I did find that out, and I am cured and uh, cured myself. Um, you know, it was not the Western medicine. And one thing I'd like to say about that is, you know, um, I am so happy that I didn't listen to the authorities, <laughs> the so-called authorities. Right. I think, and yeah. I think many people do, and they don't take, you know, their life and their own power into their own, you know, control and um, find out, you know, really what power they do have to overcome things in life. That's right. You need to speak up for yourself because when you don't, then you get stuck in the situation where you're at. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I kind of felt like I was backed in a corner and I really had no choice. I wouldn't recommend that to anyone, but, you know, in the end, <laughs> I learned a lot and um, I learned how, you know, our, our our health, our wealth, our relationships, our success in relationships is really mostly all connected to the relationship we have with our mother. And so that's the work that I do now uh, with people. And it really works uh, fast and quite um, quite amazing. Okay. So tell me what you mean, how it relates back to the mother. Well, um, when we come into this world... Uh, the mother is the first relationship we have. Actually, even before we come into the world, the first relationship we have was with our mother in the womb. So we're there with her for nine months or approximately, and we see, hears, and feels. So this is a very significant bond. The mother represents life to us our life force and life energy, and we're very dependent on her. So when this bond with the mother is broken for whatever reasons, I mean, there can be so many reasons, um, we start to lose trust in life. And we don't feel supported by life. And if we don't trust life and feel supported by life, we really don't know how to support and trust ourselves in life to do the things that we need to do to take care of us, ourselves in the world. That makes a lot of sense. It just made an awakening for myself where I did have a separation with my mother and I did feel lost. And then once once that bond became closer again, it did make a change in me. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. And for some, this bond is never reestablished. And certainly it can be reestablished through the mother and the child, like it was for you. So thank goodness, because it does affect us unconsciously for the rest of our lives. But the bond can still be uh, reconnected, even if your mother has passed. So we um, need that support from within. We need to feel that we're connected to this. So this is love and this is life. This is the flow of life and love back and forth from the mother. 
when the child doesn't have this anymore, they become very independent. But independence is not a really good thing because we cut off help, we make judgments, and we decide that, you know, I can do everything alone. But no one can do anything alone, right? We need that right. life force and that flow of love. We need to feel that in order to feel secure and solid in our participation in life. Most definitely. I kind of learned that the hard way too. Mm-hmm. I was also trying to be independent and I realized that I do have to reach out and ask for the help of others. Yes, yeah. And if we don't know how to do that, we didn't know how to do that with our mother and our mother represented life, we were dependent on her, then we really don't know how to do that with other relationships either. That's right. Yeah. Um, I, I can throw something additional in there that my parents never showed their love for each other in front of us. I never saw them hug and kiss. Mm -hmm. And then when I met, this is my second husband, Tony, and when I met him, he was always hugging me and very affectionate, and it felt great. But I saw him doing it with his own daughter and stepdaughters where they hugged each other all the time and they just they they shared their love and it was just so new to me then when i started i have 14 grandchildren wow. and most most of them are step grandchildren but they're still my relatives and when i witnessed how all of the daughters treated their children with so much love and compassion it was like i loved this because i didn't grow up that way i grew up as you play with the kids amongst you and your friends but you don't recognize the the symbols of love so i did grow so much more since 1992. so that does make a large difference in our lives thank you for explaining that yeah and you know um you were saying and i can totally relate to this that you saw this as you know sort of almost looking at it from an outsider um in in a little bit of dismay because it's almost like a foreign language you know it's something you don't really understand this affection and compassion because you haven't experienced it So, you know, sometimes we are unable to even allow it in when it's there. So thank goodness you were able to do that because it's really important to feel supported by the people in our lives that love us. And sometimes sometimes with this, when the mother bond is broken, we're unable to let other people in. And I do recognize that in my life experiences. Yes. Yeah, and it hinders us, you know, we... We, life is about relationships and communication and uh, interactiveness, right? We all are connected and need each other. We're not isolated and although we can isolate ourselves and feel alone, um, but this again comes right back from to the mother bond and when it's broken, it needs to be reconnected. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So... Talking about the mother bond, you told me that 
you became interested in expanding your spirituality when you were 15, and at that time, your mother was astro-traveling. And I love the idea of one day learning how to do that. Um, explain what astro-traveling is, and do you do that too? Okay. So it wasn't my mother. It was a family that I lived with, so I left home when I was 15. Okay. And I moved in with my friend and her family. And they were a oh, wonderful family. Okay. And so this this woman did astro traveling. Did she do it often and teach you? She did it often. And I was very curious. Of course, I've never heard of such a thing. And I really uh, did, like, feel this woman's presence and love. And so I, I asked her, like, what it was, and she explained it to me. And, um, you know, it was fascinating to me, right? <laughs> and, yes, I, had, I did try it. And I, I have um, astro traveled twice in my life, once when I um, asked for it, just repeatedly asked for it to happen. And then when it happened, I kind of freaked out. <laughs> I, was, I was 15. Okay. <laughs> because I literally saw myself on the ceiling and on the bed at the same time. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and so, but I couldn't move my body because I guess I wasn't in it. And so I'm not an expert on this at all. <laughs> okay. But I guess this started me on the journey of being curious about, you know, there was so much about life that I didn't know, right, and that was out there. Right. And, uh, yeah, and it happened uh, once again kind of spontaneously another time, and uh, again I kind of... Um, panicked <laughs> and I know people do this and it, I think if you panic the body the spirit comes right back into the body right yes yes um, so I haven't really played with it anymore um, <laughs> uh, maybe one day I've found uh, I'm trying to uh, I've been really working in the past uh, uh, several years since I got sick on just um, you know, fixing things or um, making things work in the physical world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although there's a lot of work you can do in the inner realm, and I do work with clients and have done many, much work, many, many hours on myself in the uh, spirit, the inner realm. Uh, so it's very powerful. But I think for um, maybe for astral traveling, which um, I'm not adept at at all, I would probably want to uh, do a little more research. <laughs> Right, okay, yeah, that's what I figured. Down the road, once I'm set in, in what my journey has become, I would like to experience some astro-traveling. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's fascinating. I've actually met another lady uh, when I was about 18, actually, that also astro-traveled, so um, <laughs> uh, regularly, and she was an artist, and... Um, but uh, again, it really hasn't come back into my life, but I think it was sort of a door that opened for me when I was very young to, you know, that there was so much that I didn't know and there were so many things out there to learn. And I think that was part of which gave me the appetite to want to learn and experience more of what, you know, life was all about. Right, exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully one day we will both learn how to do it and share our experience. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so tell me what you like the most about what you do. Um, you know, I what I like the most really, I think, is when we change. So working with my clients, when they change, um, so this is an inner, so our, 
outer results are all a result of our inner world. So when we can change the inner world and change the inner concepts and beliefs and decisions and judgments and all of those things, it doesn't just change us. It changes all of the people around us. It changes your family. So there are a lot of cycles that we inherit through our parents and our grandparents and our ancestors. These are just cycles of behavior and struggles and drama and trauma that we actually inherit. So it's almost like it's getting passed on to be resolved. And if it doesn't get resolved, it will get passed on to the next generation. So what I like about my work is that it doesn't just change the person, it changes the whole family dynamic. Yes, I understand that one too. Um, I Myself, I experienced a shift, and that was only in 2014. And when I changed my outlook, it opened so many more doors that actually have brought me to the point now of hosting my own radio show. In the past, it was like, oh, my health is taking over my body and my mind, and I just want to sit and watch TV. And then once my shift happened, it's like, I want to do things. I want to get out there. I want to share with people. I want to help other people. And by doing this, um, working with my husband on counseling that we had gone through, it was like we don't need counseling anymore because we understand each other. And my spiritual outlook made me a bubbly person (laughs) where before I was a negative person. So I can vouch for what you're talking about in changing our outlooks, how much you can attract in the world to come to you. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, Mm -hmm. we can really, when we're blocked, we block that flow of life. So you've unblocked it. And I hope that, you know, this conversation between you and I um, really opens the eyes of the people listening to this that, you know, it's never too late. It's totally possible to unblock yourself and have that total, you know, 360 like you had where you were negative person and now you're just bubbly and living life. You know, life is, you're flowing with it instead of against it. Exactly. So that brings us to asking the right kind of person that you attract. Is there a specific um, type of person? Um, Mostly I've been attracting people who have done a lot of other work. And um, it hasn't been, you know, but they're still determined. (laughs) And... um, you know, I think uh, people who, because my my work is promoted and talked about and posted about primarily about that mother connection and the ancestral connection, um, people who realize that, you know, yeah, I didn't have a good relationship with my mother. Yes, I do feel estranged from my mother. And yes, they I want to, you know, fix that. And they realize that that's the key to, you know, life flowing and Um, their results changing so I I think that you know people just really recognize that yeah I I get that I get it I don't understand it fully but I get it right okay so you help open those doors for people Mm mm-hmm yes yeah that's wonderful because 
I have met a lot of people on my journey that have guided me and helped open the doors for myself. And I am so thankful for all of them. So I'm sure you get a wonderful feeling when these people have their breakthroughs and they say, I got it now. Yes, yeah. And I, I have, uh, I'm certified and trained in several modalities. And, you know, I, I always thought, you know what, there's got to be a faster way. <laughs> um, and I always ask myself that question. By the way, it's very good to ask yourself questions rather than I don't really believe too much in affirmations. I, I like that because you can really push against your inner resistance with affirmations, like I'm going to be this and I'm going to be that. But questions. Like, how can I make, how can I find a way to help people in, you know, one session rather than six or 12 is a good question. And then that work came to me, right? right. Uh, so I, I just think it's the most uh, profound thing that, you know, people can actually change in one or one and a half hours and uh, turn everything completely around um, and everything changes the relationships the re- the relationship to money like your, our relationship to money is also connected to our mother because if we didn't feel sustained and supported by her we don't know how to sustain and support ourselves yes that makes sense i do yeah. feel that myself yeah. and it's, so it's not just that our mom and dad might have said oh money doesn't grow on trees and we're not you know rich or anything like that it's really about um feeling supported by life and feeling safe in life. And when we don't feel safe and supported, we don't know how to make ourselves feel safe and supported by, you know, accumulating and exchanging our services for resources. Right. And I can understand that fully because I am one of six children and I never understood the middle child syndrome until a couple of years ago that I realized I'm the middle child of the first three and I'm different. I don't know for sure if I was treated differently by my parents, but my siblings treated me differently. And um, growing up was a struggle of being seen. I always felt like I was not the one that was looked at, the other kids in the family were looked at. And I feel that it does make a big difference in how our journey starts out. Because if we don't have that good foundation, how are we going to move forward in a positive way? So I believe, if I understand correctly, you are giving people the foundation that they need. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's a good analogy that foundation has to be there or we're just, we will accumulate things and we can do that through sheer will, although many people just don't have that will. But then we risk losing it because the foundation is not there. It's not solid. Right. And we need that. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking on your website, excuse me, and I want to read two testimonials because they're great Um, I'm sure they uplift you when you read them. So this one's from Sophie, and she says, Terry is a seasoned and well-rounded catalyst for change who brings her expertise into every session. Her intuition, compassion, and knowledge make for a powerful process where you feel an immediate sense of ease. I have been fortunate to have a number 
obsessions with Terry and can say the results are lasting. She is great. <laughs> and she says, before my session, I was going through a difficult time in my relationship, feelings of rejection, abandonment, unloved, very confused. Terry was compassionate and patient. She was able to help me see things I may not have if she didn't point, out, point them out. After my session, I felt confident, like I got a piece of myself, and I would highly recommend this work. Thank you, Terry. So those are great confirmations saying how great of a listener and guide that you are, that it builds you up to continue doing your work and wanting to help other people. Yeah, I really do. Um, I, I think there is a deep desire in me to actually um, change the world. <laughs> so I really believe that uh, the world that we live in is a result of our collective inner world and the turmoil that we feel inside and that we are suppressing inside and that we don't understand inside and that we are confused about inside of us is showing up in the outer world. Um, yeah. And um, so, you know, again, while we, we just change one person, the whole family then changes and then the communities change and then, you know, the world changes and the world does need change right now. Yes, exactly. And myself being a light worker, <clears throat> excuse me, I, as I do readings for people, I would say half of the people that I'm doing readings for are also light workers, and we are becoming more aware of the love that needs to be shared in the world. And a light worker doesn't have to mean that they're a psychic or a medium like I am. It could just mean that they're awakened to exactly what you are doing. You are a light worker because you are providing that foundation for people and the love and support that they need to spread throughout the world. So that's a great thing that you're doing, and I thank you for it. And I'm sure that a lot of people appreciate how you have helped them. I, yeah. I would like to do a little bit of a card reading for you. I pulled a card before our call, and it's from the Angel Therapy Oracle Card Deck. The name of it is Law of Attraction. Relationships and activities that you once enjoyed are now changing as you become more sensitive and aware of energies. And this card is perfect for what you do because what you are doing is helping people attract the better in their lives. And in this card, the angel seems a little bit somber and, and she feels like she's being left behind. But being that she's learned how to build her foundation, Archangel Michael is working with her and making that foundation strong. The purple in her dress is what attracted me to realize that Archangel Michael is working with you. Then the wings are a baby blue but a little bit darker, and that shows me that you have a lot of calm and patience. And that's what makes you a great teacher and guide for these people because you bring out 
their calm and you help them understand without getting them all worked up over, oh, this is why it's not working and why can't I get past it? You give them the positive that they need. I also see there's a lot of fish in this picture. So I'm seeing it as people being underwater, like they're feeling like they're drowning in their own self-pity and you bring them out of the water and you make them go into the universe and spread their love throughout the world and universe. It's a lot of activity, so it's, it's showing me that besides what we talked about here, you do offer other modalities, but they're not right at the top of your list. You did mention teaching meditation, is there anything else that you teach besides this basic? Uh, no, this is my main focus right now um, because it's just so effective and um, so far-reaching. So I'm just really focusing just on, you know, what's working right now. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. But you have done the meditation. Do you tie the meditation into your sessions? No. No, um, but there is uh, work in the inner, um, in our inner realm. So um, we do some visualizations and connections um, back to the parents and you can actually feel, you know, what, what's happening and then you can feel the shifts and uh, the person feels it in their own body, right? Okay, so yes, that is a form of meditation. It's right. a visualized type. Um, mm -hmm. That's wonderful. And I'm looking at how this angel has her hand cuffed. She's got one arm spread straight, and the other one is crossed over holding her other arm. And what just came to me with that is the heart. When someone's having a heart attack, that's what they do. They're grabbing their arm like that. So it's making me think that, you have a very large heart, and that's why you were brought to this actual journey to be able to help others because of how large your heart is. In the long run, by you helping others, you have actually helped yourself. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the big thing about the law of attraction, that the more that we can help others, it helps more come to us. And I've realized that myself. So it was a perfect thought to, to talk about what you do. Hmm. That's awesome. And there's a lot of darkness in the background, so it's showing that you came from the darkness and now you're in the light and you're shining your light on others, and that's beautiful. Mm, that is. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm. Um, I want to ask a question because this just popped in my head. Is your mother still with us? Yes, she is, yes. She is, okay. Because I'm feeling her presence as we're talking. Mm. And what I'm hearing her say is that she's very proud of you. And some people might say, oh, my daughter's talking about me in a negative way. But she's recognizing what you're doing and understanding what you're talking about because she recognizes it from her own childhood and growing up with her mother. 
-hmm. Has she let you know that she's very proud of you? Um, I wouldn't say in those words, but yeah, I think in her um, embrace. Okay, because that's, you know, as a medium and psychic, I don't have to only feel and hear from people past. I hear also from the people that are here. Mm -hmm. So know that she does have that. In the relationship with my mother, for sure. I'm sorry? There's been a shift in the relationship with my mother, for sure. Hey, yes. That's what I definitely felt. So that's a wonderful thing, too, because anybody that has been estranged from their mother and gone through all of this with you, I'm sure can reconnect and make the bond stronger. Absolutely. Anybody yeah. can. So is there anything else that you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I, I would um, like to just say that some people think that it's impossible to connect, reconnect uh, to the love of their mother, uh, but it's really imperative that you do. And there have been really tragic things that have happened to, you know, um, people, maybe even at the hands of their mother. But this can always be done. It can, there's, it doesn't matter what happened there can be, um, you can return to have compassion in your heart uh, towards your mother. And when you have compassion towards your mother, you will have compassion to yourself and to others. So it doesn't really um, matter how terrible things were, we can fix this bond together. Yes, that is very powerful. Yeah. And the other thing I would like to say before we leave is um, so this doesn't happen to our children. It's very important to do this work so you don't pass it on. But in communicating with our children, it's really important to let them be heard instead of trying to always change them and direct them and correct them <laughs> and make them wrong. It's very important to acknowledge their feelings. So when yes. a child comes crying to you, I hurt myself, agree with them, yes, it must hurt. Instead of, I'll fix it right away. Yes. That very acknowledgement allows them to be who they are. It's when we're not allowed to be and have our emotions as children that we become confused adults, if that makes sense. It most definitely does because... I can say from my aspect of being a mother with my own mental illness, I wasn't on the correct medication, so I wasn't always the best mother that I could have been. And sometimes I treated my children horribly. So now that I've gotten past all of this and my spirituality has been brought out, they're recognizing the shift in me and making the shift in themselves as saying, okay, well, mommy's able to do this, so I know I can have the strength and I can do so much better. And I'm proud of all. I have three of my own children, and that's mostly who I'm talking about. And I'm proud of all of them. They've come very far, and as much as I wasn't there for them, I was there to teach them the basics of being a good person. And they've all done wonderful jobs in, in that. And like I was explaining about, the love that they give their own children is 
tenfold of what I gave to them because of the difference in how people view things. So I do recommend that people follow your guidance and that they do make that foundation stronger for their children and grandchildren to come. Thank you. Oh, I love hearing that, that, um, you know, your children have uh, shifted because, you know, we'll always be the big one and they will always be the little one. So it's never too late to... um, be a that good example to our children never ever too late that's right because my children are 34 32 and 28 yeah. so it's it's great to know that they have all shifted also yeah that's awesome yeah <laughs> i love it yeah yeah so Give us your website information so that if people want to learn more on where they can contact you. Okay. So it's um, www.interiorfreedomdesigner.com. And um, that's Interior Freedom Designer. And then I have a Facebook group. Um, Right now it's called Unstuck Mind Authority Leadership Network. Unstuck Mind Authority Leadership Network, and there I post every day so people can learn more about what I do and uh, ask questions and, and get involved that way as well. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And what time zone are you in? EST, Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. This way, if somebody wants to talk directly with you through a message situation on Facebook, they can do that and know that you'll be there to answer them within a short period of time. Absolutely. Yes, reach out to me at any time. No question is a bad question. (laughs) Exactly. That's right. The questions that we don't ask that really should be asked because we feel silly asking them, but once they're asked, so many people say, oh, thank you. I really needed that answer. That's right, Catherine. So true. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it has been really wonderful talking with you. I learned a lot, and it sparked a lot in myself. Some I shared, some I didn't. And I'm hoping that this also sparks a lot in other people and that they're able to talk to you and sign up with you to get some guidance. And lives. Yes, our goals are reachable. Exactly, that's right. So thank you so much, and Terry, have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. You take care now. You too. So this is Catherine Laub, and you can go to my website, www.catherinemlaub.com. And I look forward to speaking with you and sharing more on my next call. And have a wonderfully blessed day. Thank you for listening to the Daily Success Media Network. Please tune in again, subscribe, share, and leave your comments.